both Jessica and Ashley Simpson together. Jessica Simpson. I belong to me. Simpson and Nick Lachey. All you newlywed couples out there, can you imagine allowing a camera crew to follow you around day and night? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Simpson. Please welcome Ashley Simpson. What up, Ashley Simpson, right here on the VIP. With Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Now it's time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Ashley and Jessica cast. My name is Leah Russo and I am your host and today I am welcoming back a return guest. You know her from her awesome Instagram, Jessica Newlywed Style. Everybody say hi to Colleen. Hi Leah, thanks so much for having me back on the podcast. I had so much fun talking to you last time so I'm super happy to be back on. Me too, I loved talking to you and we actually, for those of you who don't know, we had planned to talk about the bonus episode from Newlyweds, which is called Happy Birthday, Jessica, Love, Nick, the last time that we recorded, but we were just talking so much about fashion and, you know, we both could probably talk about Jessica's outfits for 10 hours, so we ran out of time, and now we're back. <laughs> I agree. I could talk about Jessica and her outfits and anything Jessica related for hours it's and I'm glad there's other people who are the same because I kind of thought it was just me for a while <laughs> definitely anytime anyone brings up Jessica or Ashley and they like don't know about the podcast I'm just like oh god you know right. like, <laughs> like if you only knew <laughs> I, I, yeah I actually I got into my friend's car recently and she is a newer friend and she was like, do you, um, she's putting on music and she goes, do you like like an early 2000s playlist? And I was like, I host a podcast about <laughs> Jessica and Ashley Simpson. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. And if you, you know, if you listen to the, all of your earlier episodes, you had whole segments on early 2000s pop culture news, which I absolutely loved and like what was going on, you know, this day or this week in the early 2000s. And oh my God, it was, you guys did such good research to find out what the hot songs were and the movies. I thought that was so interesting when you guys would do that. Thank you so much. I know I want to bring that back that that's, um, it's it's a little bit more difficult to do when you have guests on because I want to get yeah. to know the guest and that takes so much time as it is. But I love talking about any pop culture, really. So I've thought about starting like a whole other podcast that's just whatever pop culture topic I feel like talking about. But this one takes up so much time already. Yeah. So Yeah, I can't imagine doing a whole other podcast. Like you must have so much on your plate as it is. So. <laughs> Yes, but it's so fun. I love talking about all of it. And I'm so happy to have you here because you are going to do a little mini report on the HSN. 
you just let me know that you had watched that. I actually missed it. I feel like the worst stan ever because everyone has seen this HSN appearance that Jessica just recently did. So do you want to tell me a little bit about it? Hey guys, it's Leah interrupting her own podcast. Why did I just refer to myself in the third person? Anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know that the HSN appearance that we are about to talk about was on September 30th. We just recorded this episode a long time ago, so Colleen was nice enough to fill me in, and even though it was a while ago now, I figured there's probably a lot of you guys who haven't seen it, so I hope you enjoy our little report of it, and yeah, I'll shut up now. Sure. Well, I felt like a bad stan myself because I completely forgot that it was on. Um, I have a baby, and I swear my life is just every day is different than the last. So uh, that particular day was just not a good day. And I completely forgot about it. And it kind of took me a while to be able to sit and watch the whole thing because I like to see Tina and Jessica and their little mannerisms. So I like to actually sit and watch it. But I was just able to finally finish watching it. And I thought it was so I, I honestly just think they're so adorable. Like I could just watch them read the newspaper. And I would be entertained. I think everything that Tina and Jessica say and do is just so entertaining, but they, I know myself personally, I really, really am into her more recent things that have come out with her line for this fall, like a lot of her shoes and sweaters. And I know um, the other Instagram page, Jessica Simpson Tribute, I know she's loving the newer stuff as well. So it was really fun to see a lot of the stuff that she's come out with kind of modeled and you know how they do it on HSN um but she talked a lot about the combat boots and how she you know she loves to wear heels and how she can run around in her heels she's more comfortable in heels than she is in flats but that with Birdie her youngest that she does need some flats to run around with her so I thought that was cute a little personal you know anecdote and her and Tina looked amazing I feel like after COVID a lot of us are at least myself I just feel like I don't look my best and I'm kind of trying to get back, you know, back with it, but they look amazing. Like, I feel like they look better than ever and they just look so glowy and happy. And, you know, I have to really give it to Tina because she grew up or not grew up, but she came up as, you know, a preacher's wife involved with the church. And I have to say, she really is like a very good salesperson. I mean, of course, Jessica too, but I feel like Jessica's more of, the face of the brand and Tina really could sell it. Like I was really impressed with how she makes these little comments and she knows a lot about the products, just the way she talks about the placement of things on different styles. I wish I could remember like specific things that she said, um, but just how she's able to say, Hey, you know, this is what's on, on trend right now. This is what all the designers are doing. Um, this is what looks great on me, on Jessica, on, her 90-year-old mother, like, she really seems to know what's going on with the world, the fashion world. We just wanted something easy to easy. throw on. Yeah, a little piece on the top, just yeah. something easy and fun, and that's what but we came up it's with. Like, it's warm, but it's not, like, overly. No, and you can throw this over dresses, flip dresses, t-shirts, jeans, like, skirts. the way we're wearing it, yeah, skirts, and it's Athleisure. also, yeah, it, it's got the little kind of athletic detail to it, which is really fun, uh, at the neck and at the wrist, yeah. but we kind of built it off of like a stadium jacket idea, but like making it like, you know, like a letter jacket idea. 
Yeah. It's like, how do we wear our boyfriend's <laughs> exactly. letter jacket? Well, we <laughs> yeah. put faux hair on it. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I can't wear jackets like this because I'm big busted, but this one fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Doesn't, like, add, like, extra volume to that situation. And it doesn't make you look boxy. You know, I think that's the other thing. A lot of these jackets sometimes will make you feel really boxy, and these don't do that. Like, you're just right on yes. the pulse point of exactly what we want as women. So the fuzzy jacket, the cozy jacket, we're loving it. You see how quickly these are selling. Oh, it's cute with the rabbit underneath it, too. Yeah. Oh, that's a cute idea. Yeah. Like a little, little light sweatshirt hoodie underneath it. Zip up. Bring it off the back. Yeah. Love that, Jess. No. You should do this for a living. <laughs> we are really bad about saying yeah. the same thing over and over to each other. Like, okay. That's okay. Say that you make a great team, Mom. So it's it's nice to see. I, I know a lot of people, you know, the, the celebrities that just kind of slap their name on something and, you know, maybe they show up to a couple of appearances and then that's it. But seeing Jessica and Tina and I know Jessica's not in there you know sewing the sweaters I know that but just to see how involved they are and that they even do these appearances it was virtual but just the fact that they're even there I think really helps to sell the brand because when I see what Jessica has on or I see what Tina has on I'm like oh you know I wasn't really interested in that but now that I see them with it I think that looks really cute so they actually both were wearing um, the Amina platform, which I did purchase in the black with sparkles all over it. And they had, Jessica had on the plain black and then Tina had on the plaid and they just looked so cute. They are just so adorable. And yeah, it, you know, my credit card is going to not be doing so great at the end of the month, but um, they had a lot of really cute stuff. And I'm sorry, I wish I had more specifics on what, you know, what they talked about, but I have to say, it's kind of just like watching like your girlfriends, like talk about clothes, just the way they make you feel. Um, so it was just, it was very entertaining, especially considering I don't sit there and like watch HSN very often unless they're on. <laughs> so everybody should check it out. It's on YouTube. I have to say thank you to the people who messaged me the link and found it on the YouTube because everything that I searched for on YouTube was past appearances that, you know, people said she was drunk and this and that. And I, you know, I don't really care about that. So I was happy to have found it. So, you know, if you have time, check it out and, you know, maybe skip over some of the parts where it's just the host talking. But yeah, it was really cute. (laughs) People, lip injections make you sound a little drunk sometimes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. This is why I don't have them as a podcast host. It's not good. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No, but uh, thank you so much for that. That was perfect. And yes, I just looked it up. I do see that part of it is on YouTube. So I'm definitely going to watch that later. But I completely agree with you too. Tina always knows the exact thing to say that makes me go like, oh, you're right. My mom would like that. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's nice because Tina's not like this super young mom. Like she's a mom. She's a grandma. She's a woman of a particular age. But she kind of can show like, hey, this isn't just for, you know, people Jessica's age. And it kind of makes me think of like the older women in my life who might like something like that, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And they were, one of the things I will say though, they were talking about these like straight leg jeans that she has. And I think I actually talked about this the last time I was on the podcast, but I bought a pair of the straight leg jeans, which I wasn't 
too sure about because you know I'm all about the skinny jeans and everything else but I know that's not as in style anymore and I gave it a shot I found a pair super cheap by Jessica Simpson on Amazon they are the freaking most comfortable jeans I wore them again today they're like the most comfortable jeans I don't run in the house and try to rip them off like I'm telling you if you guys want to try that like straight leg trend and you're not too sure about it get a pair from Jessica Simpson the pair I wound up getting, I don't know, somehow was like $18, but I looked on Amazon because I think I'm going to get another pair in a different wash and they're like $45 right now in my size. That's still very reasonable. So mm. I, I just, I know last time I was on the podcast, I ranted and raved about <laughs> her jeans. So I'll, you know, I'll save that, but you guys really have to try it. And she really does. She Oh, that was something she did say on HSN. She said that she bought jeans from all of the designers that are out there right now to try. And she said out of all of the jeans that she tried, she kept going back to the Jessica Simpson collection jeans because she's like the pocket placement, the stitching, everything just fits right. She's like, they're really the only jeans that I wear. Now, is that true or not? True? I don't know. It seems like it might be. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I find them really comfortable. So if I find them comfortable, why wouldn't she, you know? So um, I definitely think if you guys are like hesitant about what to get from there or if it's good quality or whatever, definitely try the jeans because I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yes. And actually, I'm not saying don't buy directly from Jessica, well, her website, but um, Amazon does have a lot of clothes that are a little bit cheaper than you normally will see on her website macy's as well always has amazing sales i've seen her jeans on there for like 20 30 dollars so if you are a little bit skeptical you might want to order from them or from amazon because you're not paying that much anyway and you could always return them so give it a try exactly and i have to say i agree with you because i personally would prefer to shop on amazon or Macy's like somewhere that I can easily return or I'm probably shopping on Amazon anyway but I did recently place an order on the Jessica Simpson website it was probably about a month ago and I bought this um black sweater set it's like a black ribbed sweater and black ribbed sweater pants and then I got the same exact one in orange and I bought two different sizes because I wasn't sure which one would fit which side note if anybody's looking at that it runs very big so I had to size down Anyway, so I bought it and I had to go return the ones that were too big and something happened where I couldn't find the order and I threw out the page with the confirmation on it, whatever. And so I emailed the customer service. And I'm like, oh, I need to return this. Like, I don't want to be stuck with two of the same thing, um, but I can't find my receipt, blah, blah, blah. They got back to me in literally like 10 minutes. I don't know how. I don't know if it's like people working from home or whatever. And the girl was so sweet. She was so nice. She had a little smiley face emoji in her email. I know it doesn't really sound like a big deal, but I just think when you're dealing with people sometimes in customer service, I know I've been on the other end as well, so I totally get it. But sometimes people aren't super helpful or it's difficult to get, you know, to hear back from someone or you kind of get misinformation. I thought they had such good customer service. And now it could just be because I love everything Jessica Simpson. So, you know, I'm a little bit biased, but I have to say, even though I'm not crazy about ordering from their website directly, um, they were really easy to deal with. So just, but I, you know, still, I'd rather buy something 
if it's cheaper somewhere else, I'll get it somewhere else. <laughs> right. But that is so comforting to hear that they were so helpful. Yeah, because you just never know sometimes when you're dealing with companies, you just never know. Sometimes it's easier to go with Amazon because that's what you're more familiar with. But I just thought that was a little tidbit to throw out there. <laughs> so didn't you also get the fringe boots? <gasps> oh, Leah, <laughs> I did. And I wanted so badly to not like them. I really did because I said I don't I had just recently cleaned out my closet. I purged tons of stuff. Um, after I had a baby, my feet grew. So, you know, it's a perfect excuse to like buy all new shoes. But I have to tell you, they are so cute. And I was kind of nervous because I'm like, I don't know. Am I like, am I really going to like walk around wearing these? Like they're fringe. Like, I don't know. Is this a little bit out there for me? They are so cute. And I haven't been able to wear them out out yet because I just got them in, I think like a day or two ago. Um, but I did try them on. They were pretty comfortable. I mean, at least just walking around the house, they were comfortable. They didn't seem like they were too high, um, but they are really really cute in person and um I got the por uh, porcini I don't know if I'm saying that right but it's like the brown taupe color it's really nice I did I got them from Nordstrom I didn't get them directly from her website um they were a little bit cheaper they were on sale um I also saw them on sale at Macy's over the weekend um but they are really really cute so if you guys have your eyes on them, you might want to get them because they were really, really cute. And I, I, you know, I tried it on with just like jeans and a white sweater because I'm like, I feel like this, the boots kind of speak for themselves and they looked really cute and they didn't look too crazy. Like I'm not really a Western person. I live in New Jersey, you know, I'm not really into like the Western style so much, but they are really, really cute. I agree. I love them. And I think that you styled them perfectly because with an accessory like that, you really don't want anything else to clash with it or pull focus you want to let that be the star and I think that's exactly how like I could see Jessica totally just wearing white top jeans and the boots exactly exactly and I have to say I know I sound like an obsessed crazy person it was a Jessica Simpson sweater so you know you got I got the whole look going <laughs> love it um you know what I have my eye on and I I want it so bad that the Marley coat do you know what I'm talking Whoa. about yes Oh, that is so cute. And, you know, I have to say, I, you know, it's, I don't know if it's after having a baby or what, but I'm so much more into like shoes, bags, and like outerwear in general. And I think it's because it doesn't really matter. Like if you gain five pounds, if you gain 10 pounds, if you lose weight, whatever, that kind of stuff always fits. And you could wear something super plain underneath and you could just make, you know, you can make it however you want with a different jacket, a different bag, different shoes. Um, so I'm very into the outerwear too. I, I really like that. Absolutely. Oh, there's so many good pieces this year. This I know. And honestly, I think some people, I think kind of think of it as like a mall brand, like, oh yeah, you know, like it's not, it's just, you know, you get it at the mall, whatever. But I have to say, I do think a lot of her stuff is very cute and there's of course some misses, but a lot of it is very on trend and different enough that you're, it's not like every other brand that's in the mall or in Macy's or, you know, whatever. I do think she has some unique pieces that aren't unique because they're really crazy out there. They're unique because they're just interesting and different. And you're not going to see every other person wearing the same thing that you have. Like those like studded little booties that I got. I don't know when the heck I'm going to wear them. Um, the black ones with the sparkle, but 
I have not seen anything else like that. So, you know, I know that I'm not going to be wearing the same thing everyone else is wearing. Right. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a great brand because there's a lot of basics and things that you do see elsewhere, but then there's some standout pieces like the boots that, that you just got, like the Marley jacket. And also I was noticing, I really like these bodysuits that she has. They're called the Kira bodysuit and they're like ribbed. I got one in, it's like a wine color. And it's really warm and comfortable. And a lot of the bodysuits that I try on normally, like they're more of like a, I don't know, I feel like everybody makes them very sexy or like low cut or open back and things like that, which is fine. But for the fall and winter, obviously, you want to be comfortable, you want to be warm, you don't want your bra to be showing and all that kind of stuff. And so I really like her take on that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I really just think I know I could go on forever about the Jessica Simpson brand, but I just think it's so underrated. And it drives me crazy because I think that even though, of course, she's like a billion dollar, you know, it, uh, what is it, billion dollar company or whatever, I just think it's so underrated. And I think so many people, they don't think to go and get her clothes or they don't think to look in that section in the mall or whatever. And I don't know, maybe it's just around here because there's no Dillard's around here and I don't really see it too often in store. I usually have to buy the stuff online. Um, maybe it's different in different parts of the country, but I wish more people would get on board because her stuff is so cute. And I probably said this last time I was on, but every single time I wear a Jessica Simpson top or shoes, I always get compliments on it. So, you know, I'm not spending an arm and a leg and I still look cute <laughs> or I hope I look cute. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> and same. I experienced that too. And I, I experienced that with her perfumes too. And I feel like when I say it's Jessica Simpson, people are like, really? Yeah. Like you almost get a side eye. I'm like, yeah, it's Jessica Simpson, my girl. I mean, people don't know, you know, the people in my real life, like don't know that I have a Jessica Stan page, but you know, they know that I do like her a lot, you know, and that I'm very into her, but I feel like sometimes the celebrity brands get a bad rap and I really think if people gave it a shot, they would, they would like it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I am going to switch gears a little bit because we're going to get to the episode, but first I just read before we started, I read this stupid article about Nick being asked by Andy Cohen if, he read Jessica's book and he, of course he said, no, 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 I lived it. I don't need to read it, blah, blah, blah. And he is a liar. He a hundred percent read it. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I saw this on your story right before we started recording and I was like, okay, you know, he was sitting and laying in his bed under the covers with a little book light while Vanessa was sleeping, skimming through open book because you know he wants to see what she said about him. He went right to the chapter, you know, into the fishbowl and wanted to see what she said about newlyweds and their time together. How could you not? How could you not want to read it? Of course. Of course. There's no way that I believe that. And I was actually talking with Lila, who's Lila's Little Finds on Instagram. And she was like, if he didn't, you know that. Vanessa read it and told him all about it and I was like a thousand percent Vanessa pre-ordered that book absolutely she had it delivered release day I know it I mean what about even like Leah Drew's wife of course she's gonna read it like everyone's gonna read it absolutely and honestly 
again, Jessica gets the last laugh because if you bought her book, you're putting money in her pocket, you know? So go ahead, read it. Like, honestly, how would, if my, if one of my exes wrote a book and I'm not famous and one of my exes wrote a book and said, you know, there's, and I knew that there was this whole chapter about our time together or that time in their life. How would that not drive you crazy to want to see what it said? I mean, just to just to see, she never said anything like terrible about him. I feel like she was pretty much, I feel like she said just as much bad things about herself as she did about Nick's, you know, kind of saying like, you know, we both contributed to the demise of our marriage and we both did things that we, you know, shouldn't have done in our marriage. How, why would you not want to read it just to see what her point of view is? And yeah, I know he lived it, but it was a long time ago. I would right. be curious. And if you watch the clip from the interview, he 100% does that thing that people do sometimes when you're in an argument with them and they try to seem like they're so unaffected by it and they're so unbothered. And he started laughing. Like as soon as Andy asked him about it, he just burst out laughing. And I was like, he didn't say anything funny. Like he just asked you a question and it just came off to me like he was overcompensating. I'm going to have to watch this because (laughs) I want to see this for myself. You know, honestly, I feel like and it kind of goes in goes into the episode too, some of my thoughts on Nick. I feel like he kind of goes about the Jessica thing all wrong. Like I, I think he tries to come across as so above it all. Yes. That it's like forced. Like I kind of don't even believe it because it, it seems like he's always overcompensating to be like, no, I'm I'm totally over her. Oh no, I wouldn't read her book or what, you know, I can only imagine what he said. I don't know. And I don't know if maybe that's some of Vanessa's influence. Maybe like she feels insecure about their relationship, you know, what it was. And it does have to be very hard to be married to someone who had such an iconic relationship and it was so televised and we kind of all felt like we were a part of it. Um, But there is just something weird about the way he talks about Jessica and the whole situation. I agree. And I think it would be, so classy. I mean, he just had an opportunity being asked about this by Andy. If he just said something like very simple, one or two sentences, like, you know, I, I might not agree with everything she put in the book, but I am proud of her for all of her accomplishments. And obviously we've both done really well after the marriage. So I guess it was a good part of our lives, but I have left that part behind. So, you know, let's talk about something else. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like his PR people need to talk to you because that would go over so much better. And honestly, I feel like the demographic of people who are probably following Nick Lachey's career I would imagine are the same people who were into newlyweds. So why wouldn't you try to appeal to them too? That is actually such a good point that I didn't even think about because I do have a lot of followers that are mainly Jessica fans, but they became Nick fans as a result of newlyweds and all of that. And they still appreciate him and all that kind of stuff, you know, unlike me who every week I'm like, oh, screw him. But (laughs) Um, <laughs> but they, you're right. You know, it would, it would make them so happy just to hear one nice word or something, you know, like it, it just, the interview came off so, ugh, just so like he has a small penis, you know? 
<laughs> I'm definitely going to have to watch that later because I'm so <laughs> curious to see. And, you know, I do get part of it is probably he's like sick of every time he's in an interview, you know, being asked about newlyweds or Jessica. Like, I'm sure there's part of that too, but that's what you're known for. And I'm sorry, like that is what you're known for. 98 Degrees and Newlyweds are your two biggest, you know, pop culture things. So you have to expect that you're going to be asked about that. You can't kind of turn your nose up at it. Otherwise it just makes you look bad. Yeah. He did say, oh, I understand why people ask about it. But he was like, honestly, I never even think about it, except when people ask me about it, like right now. Like he was just like, I'm so beyond that. Like I, it, it was 20 years ago. I'm like, yeah, it was 20 years ago, but it was such a huge part of pop culture. You were together for like eight years. You must see her on TV all the time and in magazines and everywhere. Like it's not as though he forgot about her or something. This is not a normal marriage from 20 years ago. This was a very highly publicized thing. Like he must see her or think about her all the time. Exactly. And not to say that he wants to get back together with her or anything like that. I know, you know, he's married and has a family and everything else, but Jessica, luckily for us, has been in the news a lot for basically since right before COVID hit with her book and then with her Amazon and Hulu and all of that. Um, wait, is she with Hulu? Why did I say that? Anyway. Not Hulu. No, no not, I don't think Hulu. I think I'm crossing the Kardashians with Jessica Simpson. Right. Um, but with her Amazon special or whatever she's doing with Amazon, we don't know. But she's been in the news a lot. So, you know, she has to pop up. And with her revealing about her alcoholism in her book and everything that she's revealed, I mean, he had to have been a part of some of that when they were married, you know, I, I don't know how much she was drinking or anything like that back then, but he had had to have been a part of some of these things that she has revealed in interviews and just in the media recently. So of course, like it would be only natural that it would kind of take you back to that time in your life. Right. And how classy would it have been if he mentioned like, oh, I saw in the news, you know, that she is celebrating her sober anniversary and I'm so proud of her. Exactly. Exactly. Just take the high road, Nick. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's not hard. And it's even, and I know he probably feels so wronged by her, but I feel like it's even classier if you genuinely feel like the person did do something wrong to you, but still in the public, you're just like, you know what? That was a great time in my life. It ended. That was meant to be too. And I wish her the best. Like it's, it's not hard to just say a kind word and move on. Exactly. Exactly. And I think people would not ask questions as much if he politely put a stop to the, whatever the question was, if he just said something nice, said something diplomatic and kind of left it at that. I don't really think it would give people as much of an opportunity to probe deeper because you're kind of shutting it down. And you know, if you do that, it's going to be a lot easier to avoid these Jessica conversations. Right. Ugh, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. Well, let's go back to some happier times. Yes. <laughs> or seemingly happier times. <laughs> Who knows what was really happening? This is like a year and a half before the divorce, but 
we have this bonus episode that aired on November 17th, 2004. It's called Happy Birthday, Jessica. Love, Nick. And it's from her 24th birthday, which was on July 10th of that year. And the whole theme of this episode is that Nick is surprising Jessica with Daisy. So this is the debut of the iconic Daisy May. Oh, Daisy. She is so cute. She is cuter than I had remembered. I don't know. I just thought she was so cute. She was so little. I know. She was so tiny in this episode. She grew so fast. No, I know. Yes. So she's oh so precious. She has little bows in her hair. She has painted toenails. Um, and there's actually, if you, if you guys are following along and you want to watch this episode, there's two versions of it, actually. There's the one that aired on TV and that includes the songs. It it includes, um, Nick singing my everything to her and then angels, a pretty long clip of angels and the opening of her concert, which was, I think I'm in love. That one, if you go to the YouTube channel Suzy98Babe, is her username S-U-Z-I. She has the the full version with all the songs in it, but the one that was on the DVD extras, they just play that weird fake pop music oh. that they put over her music sometimes. I hate that. <laughs> Me too. I don't understand how – I still don't get the rights and how MTV had rights to some of her songs and – not others and they also I mean they definitely had Ashley's so confusing but watch that version because it's better the one with the the real music in it so yeah Nick what do you think of this scheme that that Nick cooked up which never could be accomplished today oh my god I'm so glad you said that because that was my thought going through the whole episode I'm like okay this would this would not work this would not work (laughs) this would never happen today she thinks I'm getting in at 10 o'clock this morning, but what I'm going to do is lie to her a little bit. Hello? And tell her I missed my plane. I don't think I'm going to be able to get down there tonight. At all? And so I can kind of work this whole birthday surprise thing I got going. So I'm crossing my fingers and hope it works out. If it doesn't, baby, I love you and I'm sorry. Happy birthday, Jess. Love, Nick. So I don't know if it's just because I'm older now watching it. I'm 33, and when this came out, I was probably, I don't know, like, 15, 16, I don't know. I'm not good at math. I don't know. I remember when I saw this, when it aired, I thought like, oh my God, that is just so fabulous. And oh my God, he's so cute and so romantic. I don't know. Watching it again recently. And of course I've rewatched Newlyweds a hundred times, but watching it recently, I don't know. And I hate to sound negative and I hate to be a negative Nancy, but it just seemed so performative to me and it just seemed like I know he got her the dog and that's what she wanted and she wanted to see him on her on her birthday and all of that but and I know we'll get to this part but when he surprised her I thought that was cute but I thought it was a little bit unnecessary to do it during her show I just felt like I'm probably wrong in this because she was thrilled. She was so excited to see him, but it seemed to me like, okay, you can't just let her do her show. And then you could just surprise her after or before, because seeing how upset she was before her show, it kind of made me like, Oh my God, Nick, just freaking show up already. She's so upset. Like, why are you letting her be this upset on her birthday? Like, think of how 
how many hours or how long she spent like sitting in the makeup chair, doing her meet and greets, being upset because he wasn't there. And I know he made up for it. And I'm probably sounding negative with all of this, but I think that he should have just shown up. He could have still surprised her, but I think he should have shown up earlier before the show and then maybe surprise her during the show with Daisy or something. But I did not like when he broke out into his song during her concert. I just thought he tried <laughs> to steal the show. And I might be alone in this. I, I don't know. And maybe I'm just being too, like, Jessica crazy. But I don't know. It just seemed like, all right, Nick, it's not about you. Like, it's Jessica's birthday. Give her the dog. Be, you know, lovey-dovey like we all like to see. And I, I guess I also have to put myself in the shoes of, you know, 2004. Like, this is 2021, you know, hindsight is 2020, but I just, there's something about it that was just so like performative to me. Yes. And I completely agree. Uh, If he did want to surprise her during the show, that's fine. But like, why did he have to come up with the whole thing of not being there the entire day? He could have just gone, like had somebody take the dog, you know, hide the dog. And then he could have just been there low-key all day she's having a party afterwards so she wouldn't really expect anything from him anyway until then right so like he's just there at the concert it would have been just as surprising for him to come out during the concert having been there during the day maybe more so because the whole episode jessica knows something is up Mm -hmm. she probably expected that he was actually going to surprise her after the concert at the party or something So I think all day she was probably wondering, what is he doing? She probably knew he's lying about something, yet, okay, he's still not here. He still didn't surprise me. What is he going to do? And I just feel like going back and forth and the wondering and the being sad and just his absence when she just wanted him there during the day was just so, like, it was just kind of a downer. Yeah, I felt so bad for her. Like, and like you said, (laughs) she definitely knew something was up, but I feel like, And it's kind of weird to me that he doesn't know that she would much rather have him just like hanging out with her all day in the hotel room and just like, just being with her on her birthday, as opposed to being gone all day and then doing this big show where really in the end, it was more about making, to me, it kind of was more about making himself look better. And maybe Mm -hmm. it's not that deep. Maybe it really is just, he wanted to surprise her, give her the dog and Maybe producers wanted it to go this way, but I just thought it was really sad that she wasn't with Nick and that's what she really wanted. And they sure made it a point to show us how upset she was and how she kept saying that she wished Nick was there and she missed her husband and all of that. And I think she probably would have preferred to just be hanging out with him all day and then get the dog later or back at the house or whatever. I I just think she would have much been much more appreciative if if he was just there. Yeah, and I do have to throw him a bone because I feel like MTV definitely pressured him into doing something like this and doing it on camera and doing it on stage, like the bigger the better. Mm-hmm. But I think if it was up to Jessica, it's like her relationship and her marriage and her life is already in front of so many people. I think it probably would have been nicer, especially at this point, 2004, like the height of all of this, right. to just have a private little thing with him. Exactly. I think that there's that one episode where they're kind of like becoming bigger celebrities and they're realizing that they can't go out anymore where it's just the two of them. 
without there being people all around them. And I think that knowing that she definitely would have preferred something more private or something with her family and him. And I don't know. And I a hundred percent think you're right. I definitely think MTV certainly had a hand in it and may, who knows, maybe Nick did want to do something like that, but it totally put me over the edge when he started singing of you are my everything or whatever. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like, then I like checked my email. I'm like, all right. <laughs> right. Well, it, it's funny that you bring up that, that episode. Cause we just did a review of it. The episode is called celebrity issues. And in that episode, Nick says to Jessica, Oh, I hate all this attention. I hate everyone looking at me like this. And in the episode we were like, like is yeah, that okay. really true and this this one is the perfect example of that because it's one thing when he's singing directly to her but then he gets up off the chair and like sings to the audience and yes. does this very hammy performance and i'm like nick this is jessica i even put in my notes like nick has his own concert like what the heck like, i know that they're both you know performers and celebrities and Listen, I love Jessica as much as everyone else, but if you want to be famous, there obviously is a part of you that likes attention. That's just the way it is. That's kind of how it works. But, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I hate how he tries to act like he's so above it all and how he's so, oh, you know, this is all Jessica. I'm not into this at all. Like you were in a boy band before you got married. Like you were in the public eye before you got married. So it's not like you were just some random guy from Cleveland or wherever, Cincinnati, wherever the heck he's from, Cincinnati. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was very clear that someone was upset that he doesn't have his own headlining tour going exactly. on. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It's tricky because I love grand gestures. I love stuff like that. I love being surprised. I feel like no one ever manages to like actually pull off a surprise for me because I'm like, something's going on. Like, I'm like, Jessica, I'm like, I know something's up. This is too weird. But it did feel like a lot of it was just so unnecessary and it could have been the same thing without being so, like you're saying, performative. Yeah. And honestly, like, (laughs) if he wants to do a grand gesture for her, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with doing this big, spectacle and I do think Jessica seems like the type of person who would appreciate that just as much as she would appreciate something small at the house like we know that she's very into her family and her close friends and she seems to always love to have people around her but there was just I don't know like and again I'm watching it in a different lens like I'm sure when I watched it back then I was like probably thought it was the sweetest thing ever and I I also think some of it is they know that they have to put on a show they know that they have to make this entertaining. And this was, you know, the early days of reality TV. So they knew kind of what to do at this point. Yeah, I think, I mean, I hope that she had something that was just for her and him. Because this also, in in her in her birthday episode in the first season, Nick doesn't do anything for her. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just wondering if the the producers, they were like, okay, this year you have to actually do something because there was nothing in that episode just from him. And he also was being really weird, complaining about how long she was taking to get ready and stuff. 
And I just thought that was so such a disappointment for it to be newlyweds and there's nothing from him, you know. And then in her book, she said that during the anniversary episode, the whole like tavern on the green thing, the, um, you know, taking a carriage ride in Central Park, Jessica says that she knows that production did everything and that, you know, they sprinkled the rose petals in the hotel room and she um, – You know, she's like, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she was like, I didn't believe for a second that Nick had planned all of that. So if he didn't even plan that, which that wasn't even I mean, it was very romantic, but basically it was, you know, anybody can can go for a carriage ride in the park and then go to Tavern on the Green. It's not like this was a little bit more of a grand gesture, a really big deal. And so I just feel like if she didn't even think that he would think of that, then (laughs) she probably didn't. You know, she probably knew that like MTV was in on this thing and that she was supposed to act, you know, exactly. But she didn't really know. I think, you know, it's kind of a shame because knowing now, especially what we know about celebrities and just behind the scenes of newlyweds in particular, just how much access celebrities have to being able to do a grand gesture. Like, if, you know, my husband wanted to go and, do a horse and carriage ride and take me to a nice restaurant and do rose petals. Like it wouldn't be that difficult to put that together. Mm. But the fact that like, she knew like, just like what you said, the fact that she knew like, there's no way he did that. And the amount of access they have to things where he could easily just make a quick phone call and have an assistant do it, which um, he probably doesn't even have an assistant. I don't know at the time, maybe not, but he could have easily called someone who could just make that happen for him and wouldn't even have to put thought into it. And I don't know, it just, I always feel like there's this running theme with Nick where he doesn't seem to put in the effort. Like he just doesn't seem to really ever do anything for her. And again, maybe it's because I'm coming from a place of like, I love Jessica and it's, you know, it is 20 years later and I'm looking at it through a different perspective, but it it always seems like the things that he's doing for her it's like with even getting her the dog, like it just always seems like a chore to him. I don't know what it is. There's something about it that just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. And it's just the, the, the hamminess of the performance too is yeah. really what, <laughs> that's, exactly <laughs> that's what got me. Hamminess. Exactly. Like I just think it, it's becoming more clear in the episodes too, that they're not really connecting the way that maybe they would have that maybe the way that they were in the beginning of their relationship or the beginning of their marriage. It just seems like she's busy. She's on tour. He knows she wants a dog. He gets her the dog. Like, and I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but then even at the end of the episode when she's like, Oh, maybe we'll name him Louie. And he's like, no, like just so (laughs) like, it's like, it always seems like he's annoyed by her. And I don't know. That's, that kind of just rubs me the wrong way. And listen, I'm sure there's stuff that Jessica does that Nick fans are probably like, oh my God, she's so annoying. But I feel like she seems to just be in a much different place now. And I think they're both with partners that are better suited for them. They, it's just becoming more clear that they weren't really a great fit. Yeah. And I'm sure he was dealing with a lot of jealousy. Like I was saying before, you know, she has a headlining tour in a, in a big right. arena. Right. He does not have that. He didn't even have one single do well. So, I mean, he must have felt like no one was there to see him anyway. So he was just going to grab his moment because his moment really was all about her. But he turned it into like, everybody look at me. Exactly. And, you know, 
feel for him in a way for not having any sort of success. Like with, with newlyweds, she really like that catapulted her to a whole other level of fame. And for Nick, it really didn't do much for him unless it was Nick and Jessica. So I do feel for him in that sense, but I also think like when your partner does well, like you're both doing well and it's kind of silly to be jealous of your partner because if she's doing well, then you're, you're going to reap the benefits of that and you should be happy for your partner, which is just another reason why they really weren't a good match because I think somebody like Nick needs someone who's, you know, who can kind of take more of a backseat or doesn't necessarily like have the spotlight on them you know, in such a glaringly obvious way. I mean, Jessica Simpson in 2004 was the celebrity, you know, every girl wanted to be her, all the guys loved her. And I think that's kind of a blow to Nick's ego. He, Nick always wanted Jessica to be who she was when he first met her. And that's really the bottom line. He always wanted her to be more submissive to kind of, for her to kind of look to him for advice, you know, career help and like anything like that. I don't think, I think once she got to a certain level of fame, I don't think he liked that. And it's, you know, upsetting to say that about someone that you love, but I think that's really how he felt. And, you know, I'm not saying he was 100% the worst guy in the world, but I don't know, because I I know what you're saying too, like, oh, I don't want to be negative about this episode, but it just like so much of it seems so unnecessary to me and so fake. Exactly. Even when he says when he's on the phone at the beginning with her and he's sitting with Drew and he's like, baby, I promise if I have to charter my own private plane, I will. And then he hangs up the phone and Drew is like, she's going to know that's a lie. Like, we're cheap. (laughs) Exactly. And like, why say that? You're not going to do it. So don't say it. (laughs) You're not going to do the private plane. Right. And Jessica is the type of person that would charter a private plane to get to him if she had to do that exactly, you know exactly I feel like the <laughs> dynamic was just always off and it's more obvious now like when you you know after you've read her book and you kind of watch it with you know a new perspective but she is somebody who would like do these grand gestures for someone else Nick's not really like that and there's nothing wrong with that like you don't have to be that and you you can be cheap and you know whatever else but like just don't act like you are a certain way if you're not that way. Like, you're not going to charter a private plane, so don't even say that. Like, and maybe I'm, like, reading too much into it, but, like, you're not going to do that. So stop trying to schmooze her. Right. (laughs) I don't know. No, I agree. I mean, we always dissect everything down to the last minute. (laughs) Because it is interesting, and I still have people that message me all the time about all these different episodes that I've done and you know they'll be like in season two episode four did you ever notice that Nick is wearing a different type of ring on this day what do you think that was was he doing a photo shoot was he you know and I'm just like I don't know like I <laughs> I know and sometimes when I listen to the, the podcast you know just your episodes in general I'm like oh my god I never noticed that. oh let me go look and I'm like I love how we're all still watching newlyweds we're all still questioning things all like still wondering stuff from you know 20 years ago but it really it was such like a pop culture moment and it was so iconic the whole show and when you watch it you're like they're not even really ever doing anything like there's no (laughs) storyline like it's just they're doing nothing but it's so entertaining and it's so fascinating and I think now that we also have Jessica's book I think that really 
kind of reawakened like the Jessica fans because you can go back and watch certain episodes that she kind of alludes to in the book. And you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Or like when she talks about when she was on um, location for Dukes of Hazard, like when you watch those episodes, Oh my God, it's like, they're, they're like complete strangers. I, I mean, they're like not even filming together for, it seems like episodes at a time. I know I'm getting off track here, but it's just, really to go back and watch some of the stuff you do have a different perspective and it's not as cutesy as we were all led to believe back when it first aired you know the newlyweds machine i think could have gone on for a long time if they you know they could have stayed together just for you know the the publicity and the amount of money they probably could have made if they stayed together longer and just with appearances and stuff like that but it really does become obvious as time goes on that, you know, Jessica being on tour, them being away from each other, that it's really starting to take a toll on them. Right, exactly. And I, I think it, it's definitely a testament to Jessica because and her authenticity because she when she up and left him, he wanted to stay together. And you could say, oh, well, that's more noble because he wanted to give the marriage another try and all of that. But I mean, I kind of get the feeling that he more wanted to keep going because of the newlyweds. And I'm sure a lot of people would have done the same thing and been like, you know what, we don't we don't like each other anymore. But let's just wring some more money out of this for even another year or two years, because it's worth it in the end financially, you know, and she was just like, no <laughs> and you know I, I think you're exactly right it speaks to her authenticity because they definitely could have dragged that out for a while I mean they I remember where I was when they announced their divorce and I remember being like oh my god like I was horrified and you know you look back now and you're like you know what that was really true to herself that she said you know what like I fell out of love or you know however you want to word it and I'm not going to stick around just to make some more money off of this. Like if I'm not in love with you, I can't be with you anymore. And, you know, it's, it's really, there were definitely faults on both of their parts, but I think it was mature more of Jessica that they split up when they did, because it, you know, you do start to see the cracks and I'm sure there's so much that we have no idea and we'll never know. Um, but I, I think it is good that they, kind of ended it when they did because really I mean it kind of ended on a high note like it ended where we there's people still who wish that they were together um so they you know at least they ended when the newlyweds thing was still popular and everybody loved them you know kind of they kind of left the party when it was still good whereas I think if they kept going for you know a couple years if they both weren't truly into it I think we probably would have noticed that the public eventually would have kind of figured it out just like we do with everything else and it maybe would have made Jessica not seem like as a reliable person or make Nick not seem like as a, of a reliable person like and you know maybe there was a part of Nick who did want to try to make it work you know maybe there was some genuine aspect of that um but I am kind of happy that they ended when they did because I think it allowed them to go on and do the things that have now made them each successful, you know, in their own spaces. But of course, Jessica's more successful. <laughs> yes, give or take a billion. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Oh, when I remember when the some of the excerpts from the book were coming out when she was on tour, 
and um, Danny Pellegrino, who does a fabulous Jessica Thursday, he had posted that um, from the book. And I was like, oh my God, I have to read this book. Like the day I get it, like I, if I could not love her more than I already do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I actually know someone who's going through a divorce and he was talking about like, you know, his hesitance and his, you know, he's like, oh, like this is the amount of money I'm losing in this divorce. And over time it equals this much with the retirement accounts and stuff. And I was just like, okay. Like, I was like, have you read Jessica Simpson's book? (laughs) He's like, what are you talking about? You know, like, what does this have to do with my divorce? I'm like, read it because it's not like I I get it I mean you know you work really hard for your money and then you have to give somebody half of it and that's terrible like that really sucks especially if it's somebody that you're not in the greatest terms with or anything I mean I my heart goes out to people out there who are going through a divorce or have before so please you know don't I hope no one is upset by me saying this but like who cares in the end it's your life and your happiness and do you really want to stay in a marriage or you know in Jessica's case like she just wanted this to be over. She didn't want to have this lengthy battle that goes on for months and months or years. You know, she just wanted to be free and live her life. And she had the self-confidence to say like, yeah, yeah, I made a lot of money and I have to give half of it away, but I'm going to make even more money. Like this is just the beginning for me. This is, this is an ending of one thing, but I am going to go on. And now the amount of money that she had to that well he was entitled to is like a blip for her (laughs) exactly and you know she of course she went on to become super successful but if she was as confident as you know well let me let me just say this she didn't know then what the jessica simpson brand or collection was going to turn into and you know maybe she did have confidence in herself that she would go on to make tons of money but there's no way to know just how successful she was going to be and to continue to be. I I mean, we're in 2021 and we're still talking about Jessica Simpson on newlyweds. She has a book, she has a clothing line, a shoe line. She has all of these different endeavors. I can't imagine that she thought that she would still be so, you know, around. I mean, I know there were a couple of years there where, you know, you didn't really hear too much about her and she wasn't really on TV and she wasn't really making music, but just the fact that she has stayed kind of in the public, you know, eye on some level since newlyweds. I mean, and listen, I say this in the nicest way possible. I haven't seen or heard of Nick Lachey in years up until recently. (laughs) And like, I'm not saying that is like, oh, Nick sucks or whatever, but he's just not out there doing a whole lot, you know? I mean, I'm sure he has a nice life and, you know, hey, good for him that he doesn't have to be out in the public eye if that's not what he wants to do. But Jessica has maintained a certain level of celebrity, a certain lifestyle. She has continued to make money off of her brand. She could just sit at home and collect the checks that she gets from her brand and do nothing. She didn't have to write a book. She didn't have to do any of the things that she's doing now with, you know, with Amazon and anything else that she has going on behind the scenes. And the fact that she became even more successful as an adult, I mean, I always am very impressed by her because most people who are on reality shows, you know, you get some fame for a couple of years and nowadays maybe you, you know, become an influencer on Instagram and then you just kind of fade away or you go and do like marriage boot camp or something. And she did not go that route at all. And 
she didn't necessarily know that this is how it was all going to turn out. And I'm always very proud of her. I, I really am. And her book is a very good book for anyone to read. Like you mentioned, your friend going through divorce. I mean, really anyone could get something from it. I think also her, the whole section on her with um, her cousin who passed away. I think anybody going through loss or grieving, I think it's a very beautiful book to read to kind of help you through a hard time. She really did a great job with it. Oh, completely. That part of the book is so unbelievably moving. And uh, especially listening to the audiobook. Oh, I, I mean, know. Devastating. I know. And I, I have to say, I read the book, you know, without the audiobook. And then I also listened to the audiobook. And it really makes such a difference when you listen to the audiobook. And it's, it's like talking to your friends on the phone. I mean, she just has such a way about her. It's really very moving. Oh, I completely agree. I did the exact same thing. When I got the book at the book signing, I read it like that night and the next day. And then a few months later, I listened to the audiobook and I was sitting there crying and I felt the literally exact same way. Like it feels like your best friend is there holding your hand or something. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And she has that quality to her like that Nick just doesn't have. Like he's just not – he's not – a. <laughs> am sorry. I know the Nick stands are like pulling <laughs> their hair out. I Like he's just not all there for me. Like he's just not – he doesn't have her charisma or her relatability or he's just not a star in the same way. Exactly. He's He doesn't have – the warmth about him that she does. And I think because she seems like such a genuinely warm person and just a very authentic person, it's taken her very far in life. And I think even if she wasn't a celebrity and she, you know, worked at an office or worked at a doctor's office or something, I think she still would get very far in life because of who she is as a person. And I just don't think that Nick has that. And that's okay. You know, not everybody has to be the exact same way, but I think if you're in celebrity life and pop culture, someone like Jessica is going to get a lot further than someone like Nick. I, I, yeah. You know. <laughs> and, and again, to your point, if you Google Nick Lachey, it, everything that comes up is about Jessica. Like, yeah. I, I have no idea what else he said in this interview with Andy and I have no idea what he's promoting. Like literally could not have less yeah. of an idea of what he's promoting. And when you Google him, and, and not even when you Google Jessica, when you Google him, it's Nick and Jessica, Nick and Jessica, Nick and Jessica, because he mentioned, you know, because he was asked about this and he talked about her and that's what people want to hear about. So they clip that out of the interview and there's there's nothing else from the interview because no one else gives a crap about anything else that he's going to be talking about. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I hate to say it, but it is true. <laughs> yes. He did win the Masked Singer, so... Oh God! No, it's not a billion dollar brand, but you know everyone has to do something with their time. So. Oh my gosh! I feel like the Masked Singer is like, just I just don't think we're gonna see Jessica on the Masked Singer. Let me let me put it to you that way. <laughs> I think it's for a different type of celebrity. <laughs> Look, it's you know it's not my favorite show. Let's just say that. Yeah, same. <laughs> Let's see what else is uh, what else is in this episode. I, oh, I really liked the part. It was really cute. I wish we could have seen more of her little like birthday party that she had in the hotel room when they brought that really cute cake. And yes, oh, I know. 
Yeah, she got her uh, her Louis Vuitton suitcase from her mom. I know. That was so cute. And did you notice they were at the Hotel Zaza, which is like her favorite hotel? <laughs> yes. I want to stay there someday. Me too. I know. I want to stay there just because it's it was on newlyweds. <laughs> the only reason but I know I did want to see more of that I thought it was such a cute little casual thing and you know honestly when I watch newlyweds like I don't really care about the scenes with Nick I like the scenes of Nick and Jessica or just Jessica I just don't really need all the Nick and Drew and I feel like this episode was very heavy on the Nick and Drew waiting around and Nick sitting in the car I'm like okay we get it (laughs) we get it yeah and then he he, that one point he's like if I don't get out of this traffic I'm gonna defecate in this car oh god I know I'm like come on (laughs) and you know when they were when Tina gave um Jessica the birthday present I honestly it made me just love Tina and Jessica so much because I love their accents so much and I love when you guys well you guys you when you do her accent like when you're imitating Tina on the podcast <laughs> you've done it a couple times and it cracks me up and I love how when Jessica opens the Louis Vuitton package Tina's like it's the one you've been wanting <laughs> like oh <laughs> they are so just pure and they're so adorable this is huge it is huge it's Louis it's got your favorite name Ooh, on it Louis I'm excited. Oh, gosh. Yeah. There it is. Hold on a second. Another suitcase. There it is. Yeah, baby. The one you've been wanting. The big one. The big one. Thanks, guys. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know what it is. I just find them so adorable. Like, they really are so adorable. I'm with you on that. I, first of all, I love Tina's accent. I don't know what it is, but it's so wholesome, Southern. Yes, yes. I also feel like when they're excited, it comes out more, you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I just love how even though Jessica at this point is like a millionaire 10 times over, she's still so excited to get a Louis Vuitton suitcase for her birthday. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, we all, you know, we all follow Jessica on Instagram. We all know that she wears like designer everything and wears so much like diamond jewelry and all of this other stuff. But you can tell she truly appreciates like someone spending their hard earned money that, you know, on her, like her parents, I guess in a way are kind of making their income, you know, sort of through her, I guess if, you know, if they're working for her and all of that, but still like, that's a very nice gift. I don't care if you're a millionaire or if you're, you know, just a regular person. Like, that's a super, super nice gift. And just the fact that she's so appreciative, it, it's really, um, I, I think it's so cute. But it's so funny because when I went to go watch the episode, I guess I had been playing earlier um, the Christmas episode when <laughs> Nick gets, like, just a bunch of junk and Jessica gets, like, two diamond bracelets and a car like all of this stuff and ashley gets the uh, gift card to gucci and i'm like oh my god the juxtaposition jessica gets all always gets these like nice gifts and then nick gets like i don't even remember what it was but it was just like junk it wasn't anything good like, I, just, I don't know yeah. it was cracking me up well didn't i feel like um didn't Ashley get him like a Best Buy gift card? Oh, or yes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I guess like that is pretty on brand for him. Like he would want, you know, something from Best Buy. But I just like, 
Oh my god, I wish I could remember what he got. Like, but it was just it was like slippers. I don't know, something like so dumb. <laughs> and then Jessica gets two diamond bracelets, and you know, I and then I think like her and Ashley might have gotten like matching Uggs. I want to say I might be making that part up. Mm-hmm. But, oh my god, I just was cracking up, and I don't know why it was on that scene. I must have been like finishing that episode another time, and um for it to kind of jump from that to then this, where she's getting the Louis Vuitton uh, suitcase. I, I just thought it was so funny because she really, she's so spoiled, but it's so cute. Like it really is. She, and honestly, I so relate to her in that way where, you know, you want like the really nice things and, you know, it's so exciting when you get something like super expensive like that. It's just, it's even as somebody who's like, a, as you said, a millionaire, it's, she still gets such a kick out of it. It's so cute. Yeah, and you know she is spoiled, but she's a sweetheart. She's not yeah, a spoiled brat. Exactly. There's a difference. And you know you can say whatever you want about Jessica or Brittany, but I mean they are two people in show business that I swear to you, not a single person has a bad story about either of them. Yeah, exactly. Like anytime you know, and Brittany's been in the news a lot lately. And anytime people you know say that they met her or interacted with her, every single person says how sweet she is and how she's such a nice girl. And it's same with Jessica. You're, you're absolutely right. You know, I used to go on um, an old website on crazy days and nights. And it was like all those like blind items, which like I could never really figure them out, but I would type in like the celebrities that I was most interested in to see if there were any blind items that had been revealed. And I'd always type in like Britney Spears, Jessica Simpson, like those were always the people I was most interested in. And there never was anything like really that bad about them. I mean, with Jessica, unfortunately, it was like stuff about partying, but, and this was a long time ago, but there was never anything like she was a diva and only wanted blue M&Ms and, you know, wouldn't let people look her in the eye. Like as much as I love JLo and Mariah and all the divas like that, like, you know, and they're kind of allowed to do that kind of stuff because that's their whole image. But it's so nice that Jessica has kind of maintained her wholesome like southern girl like even watching her on the hsn special she really just seems so wholesome and she just seems like a grown-up version of who she was on newlyweds she just doesn't seem to be any different and you know she's been in the spotlight and same with britney like for most of their life and how many people can say that they've been a celebrity or you know have had some level of fame for that long and I mean, Jessica turned out, I have to say, pretty darn good for how much she was in Hollywood and out in with her Tommy Mottola nonsense and all of that, the amount of things that she went through. She turned out pretty good, I have to say. (laughs) Oh, my God. Amazingly. And the things that she has struggled with, she's been so honest and open about. Yeah. And honestly, like, I'm not like a super open person about things that I might be struggling with in my life. And I find seeing her be so open and so vulnerable it's really I really admire it like I can't say it makes me want to be more open because it kind of makes me like nervous to think of myself that way but she just to see how open she is with so many people literally with the world and whoever follows her on Instagram like she is so open and she just the fact that she put like her heart and soul into the book which you can totally tell she did um I really admire that and I'm unfortunately not like that, but I think that she really has benefited from being that way. I think her being so genuine and so open and so 
authentic to herself has gotten her really far. And I think that's very admirable. And you know, I mean, I know that you know, because you met her on the same week that I did on the book tour, like how warm she is and in person, like she made me feel like a family member in like 10 seconds. Yes, exactly. You know, and I really think that's such a nice personality trait to have. Like, and I think by her being so open, she probably has more empathy towards other people because she's able to share her experience with others. And I just, I find it really interesting that she's so open and, you know, when she's faced so much criticism, like when she was at the chili cook-off, you know, with the mom jeans, like the fact that she came back from not, and it wasn't even a bad, it wasn't even a bad thing. Like, okay. So she wore an outfit that wasn't flattering in certain angles, which honestly, I still thought she looked great. Even at the time, I didn't even think it was a big deal until I saw it on the news that people were like, oh my God, like, I didn't even think she looked bad. Um, And she didn't look bad. It was just the way the world was at the time. But the fact that she was able to have people write these horrible things about her and still come out and still, you know, strut her stuff and do her thing. And we know it affected her. We know that it really upset her and that she was embarrassed because of, you know, what she was embarrassed of what people would think of Tony and all of that. But I think the fact that she's been open with how those things affected her, it just makes her that much more likable. It really does. Yeah. And speaking of how Nick could have reacted to Andy's questions, like even if he does have a genuine problem with her and he's still upset about it, like that would also make me respect him. If he was just like, you know what? That was a really hard time of my life. I don't like talking about her. I don't like hearing about it. I wanted to read the book, but it's just too painful. And, you know, I don't want to go there. Yeah. That that would have made me respect him too, you know? Exactly. You're exactly right. Oh my gosh. There's just so much to it all. I know. <laughs> so Jessica, oh my God, does she look so gorgeous in this episode? The whole time she's getting ready for her concert. She does this little meet and greet backstage, which I thought was so cute because that little boy, he's like trying to kiss her and he is just like, he goes for it. He's like, this is my chance. He looks like he's in absolute heaven. He's like cracking up laughing right next to her boob. And (laughs) I know. I wonder if he listens to the podcast because if not, he should. (laughs) He's obviously a very big Jessica fan. I know, I know. And I'm just so curious. I wonder how much her meet and greet package was or if it was like a contest or something because if anyone out there met her at a meet and greet at this tour, please DM me because I want to hear your experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's such a good point. Like I wonder how much tickets were or packages were. Like that's so interesting because, you know, it was at like the height of her fame. So I would imagine they were probably charging a lot, but I'm so curious like who was able to go to those, you know, that concert. And if anybody was at the one in in Dallas that was on, you know, this episode, it would be so interesting to hear from them. Yes. I thought it was funny too. While she's getting ready, Joe says, he can always come by train, baby. And I'm like, (laughs) like, Joe, he's not coming by train. I'm thinking, like, did he know it? He must have known what Nick was doing, right? Like, why is he saying that? I know. That? I know. That would take three or four days or something. <laughs> and you could tell she's just, like, so over it. <laughs> I know. She's like, let me glue my lashes on in peace. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, and then it's also really funny when Jessica answers her phone and Nick goes, is Jessica there? Goes, I know. I was like, does he not recognize her voice? Like, I mean, and I guess maybe sometimes like an assistant would answer, you know, Casey or someone. I'm like, how do you not know Jessica's voice? I know. I would know her voice if I was deaf. Like, <laughs> exactly. <I'm on> it. <laughs> exactly. You could tell that he's just nervous and he's a bad liar and he doesn't yeah. know like what to say. You know what? You're right. Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was cute though when he hangs up with her after because he has to call her like ten times to be like, uh, we tried, but we just can't get out of here. And he hangs up the phone and like cringes really hard. And you yes. can tell he feels bad. Yes. And I know I did write down that he said, he's like, this is your moment. This is your hometown. These people love you. I I do like those moments where in their career, like when they are supportive of each other, when they do give like feedback on, you know, their video or their song, or I I do like that aspect of their relationship. And I think that that was a sweet thing for him to say. Hello? Is Jessica there? (laughs) Do you not know your wife's voice? It didn't sound like you, babe. Where are you? I'm still in Minneapolis. We've tried everything. We, we've even tried chartering a, a private plane, and there's just, they're not letting any air traffic out. I feel horrible about it, but there's, I don't think I'm going to be able to get down there tonight. At all? It's a complete disaster. They're not letting any, any, any traffic out at all, so I don't know. <sighs> I mean, I was trying everything I could to get to your show, baby. I'm so sorry, but I, don't, I really don't know what I can do. I'm so sorry. Please don't let it bring you down. Go out there and kick ass. All these people are here to see you. This is your this is your moment. This is your hometown. These people love you. Just go out there and kick ass. All right, babe. I'm sorry. I love you, babe. Okay, I love you too. I'll talk to you after. All right. Okay. That it was sweet, and he, he was a hundred percent right. It must feel so amazing to be, you know, it's your birthday. You're in your hometown. You've sold out this concert. You have thousands of fans that are waiting to see you. And I, I'm sad that anything happened to detract from that moment. But yeah, I mean, I guess you know, at least in the end, she knew that it was all set up. But at the moment, it's so sad to think about. I know because I think that was just like the running thing for like most of the episode was just how upset she was because she even said at one point that it was the worst birthday ever. I'm like, oh my God, like, it's so sad. Yeah. And Joe says to her, smile, it's your birthday. And she's like, my husband isn't here. Yeah. I just thought that was like the thing about the surprise that I just didn't like because she spent like the whole day upset. And then she did have a couple of like wardrobe issues when she was changing um backstage in between songs and I feel like she was having like one of those days like we've all had where you're already upset about something and then everything else just goes wrong and it seems like it's that much worse because you're just already upset so everything just seems like such a big deal and I don't know exactly like what was wrong with her outfit because I know at one point like Casey's looking for a safety pin and Leah's like pull your shirt down you can't even tell so I don't even know what was wrong with her outfit but I guess something was and she seemed to be upset by it, but I feel like, again, this is something where if Nick just had been there earlier, like she would have been in a great mood, didn't need to do the dog yet or anything like that. He still could have came out on stage, but I feel like she would have been in a much better mood for the majority of the day had he just showed up earlier. Note to men out there and women, when you're surprising your spouse, you don't have to make up this huge 
lie and story. I feel like that that does happen a lot when people are trying to surprise other people. They're like trying to make up this elaborate thing. You don't have to say anything. Like I feel like the best surprises are when you act completely cool. You do everything the same way that you normally do. And then when it's time for the surprise, it's just like, boom, surprise, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think that I think that maybe the zipper on her jeans broke. Oh, that makes sense. Because I'm like, it has to be something near the shirt area. Because she's like, oh, your shirt covers it. So mm-hmm. it has to be something over there. And then toward the end of the show, during I think it's during the encore when she did with you, he comes onto the screen. And it's so funny because he's still lying. Like he's on the screen acting like he's in Minneapolis. I and I'm know. like, she can hear you. You're speaking into a microphone that she can hear is in the same room as the arena. Like she she's a musician, Nick. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like at that point, like he should never have even gotten on the screen. He should have just walked out all of a sudden you know right I guess you know the screen probably was like another thing with the producers or you know like oh have you go on the jumbotron and everybody can see you like that seemed like very like set up to me yeah I mean I'm sitting here single and if anyone did like one tenth of this for me I would be thrilled and not critical of it at all (laughs) honestly same Yeah, like I'm just I'm sitting here and being like well he shouldn't have done that he shouldn't have done that If anyone wants to surprise me, please do. I will not be critical of you. I just don't like Nick. Um, Exactly. (laughs) But it is a great moment because of Jessica's face. Like when he actually does come out, it's priceless. You could tell she is genuinely surprised and touched by it, even though I'm sure she knew in her head, okay, MTV put him up to this or whatever. Um, She knew that something was up, but she probably didn't know exactly what was going to happen unless she is an even better actress than we think, but she really looks touched and she's crying and he brings out the little puppy. And I mean, the three of them just look so magazine cover with this little puppy and they're so cute and happy together. And it just seems so perfect. Yeah. Honestly, I think that she was really genuinely touched and whether she knew some or all of it she really seemed to be so happy and I noticed off stage like Casey is smiling and she's kind of like oh we pulled it off like she did seem to kind of be relieved that you know Jess had been surprised and that it all kind of fell into place um I I did think that that was really cute but I have to say it was a little bit like meta that on the stage like they had the couch set up I don't know there was like something about that that I'm like the whole thing with Newlyweds is that they're kind of like always hanging on the couch and the whole like chicken of the sea, wah, wah, like that happened on the couch. And then like part of her concert is like her hanging on the couch. Like, I don't know. It just, it was really weird to me. And again, I probably think too much into this kind of stuff, but it just was, it's like, so, I don't know. Like, it's like they're recreating a set, but the set is their home. It's just very strange to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like in Wayne's World when they film it in Wayne's basement, but then they like go corporate. So they have they rebuild a set of Wayne's basement in the studio. And Garth is like, wait, that's Wayne's basement, but it's not Wayne's basement. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Like, it kind of reminded me of like the Kardashians and how they have like, a house that they film in and then they have like their real house. Like, it's just very like, when does reality become like not reality anymore? Like, and I get like, they're just trying to make it, you know, like a, a, a set basically like, Oh, and here's Jessica. She's just going to sing and be all relaxed on the couch, you know, during her concert. Like I, I get that, 
but it's also like well there's a couch because like that's kind of the whole gist of newlyweds it's like they're just hanging out at home and we're able to watch them so it, it, it it's very strange looking back at it <laughs> yeah and i i also think it was you know it was part of the whole reality tour thing right and it's funny because David Bowie, his tour was the year before. It was also called the reality tour. Oh, get out. Oh, my God. <laughs> but obviously it was like a complete, like his was like very futuristic and all that kind of stuff. But hers was, the theme was, I'm just so real and this, you know, I'm just right. like you and all that kind of stuff. And it's interesting to me that during the show, they had people on the stage. Yes. I thought that was so crazy. Like, I feel like that would never happen nowadays. Well, you know, well. COVID, whatever, but like for security reasons, I feel like that just wouldn't happen. Or it would be like pre-planned, like who who would be allowed. And I feel like you'd be screened before you could go on stage with a celebrity like that. Oh, totally. You would have to be metal detectored yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I thought that that was cool how they got to like ask her questions during it. I know. And like, I wondered, I, I don't think, but I did wonder like, were they given these questions to ask or... Did they just ask? But they, the people that were on stage were pretty young. I mean, they were like young teenagers. Like some of them looked like they were like 10, 12 years old. So I feel like they, it probably wasn't that rehearsed because how are you going to get a kid to like do a rehearsed line? I, I don't know. And again, probably thinking too much into it, but I thought that was so crazy. Like imagine being able to go on stage and talk to Jessica like right there right during her concert in front of so many people like I, I just thought that was so wild I know it's really cool and again I'm wondering if that was like something that you could buy those those right. tickets or if you had to win or be selected yeah that's you know that's interesting I wonder if that was like an extra fear like how they how that all worked I feel like someone told me something sometimes once I get so many dms from people telling me about their experiences which i love by the way so let me know if you were if you were on the stage with jessica i need the full rundown yeah exactly and they even someone asks her what do you want for your birthday and she says i want my husband and a dog yes yes like i wonder if that was planned or if but it's also like not that crazy of a question like she's performing in dallas on her birthday like that's a pretty normal question that you would ask somebody. So I could see it not being planned at all. So then we have her birthday party at the end, which again, I wish we got to see more of this instead oh, of, you know, know, Nick complaining in the car. But um, it's really, really cute. I like the scene of the two of them sitting outside together, like alone together. I mean, there's cameras, but this is their life. And uh, he gives her the dog carrier. And again, she just seems so excited, even though she could easily go purchase it for herself. You could tell that it, it meant a lot to her. And she goes, she's going to look so cute in this. She's styling. And it's so cute. <laughs> I know. I thought that was so cute. And again, like you said, she could totally afford it herself. She could walk into the store and buy it herself. She could go get herself a dog. And just the fact that she gets so happy when other people do things like such a nice thing for her. It's so cute. It really is. And I will give Nick some credit. Like, you know, he didn't want a dog like Daisy. He wanted a husky or, you know, like a bigger dog. And he got Jessica, you know, what she wanted. And I, I did think that was really cute. I, I really did. And that he got her the carrier because, of course, she would love that. I did think that was sweet. And now we have to get to the fashion segment. It's all about fashion. It's all about beauty. This is fun for me. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> which this is such a good episode for fashion. I mean, even just this dress that she wears in this scene, this gold. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. I looked it up on Star Style and it's um, a silk dress by Little Joe by Gail Elliott and her necklace is by Rosanna Designs. And I have to say, I know my account is just Penelope with style, but my God, some of this stuff is like impossible to find <laughs> like on eBay and Poshmark and everything else. Like the clothes are so difficult. Like I just said on a post I did the other day about her Rachel Pally stuff, like when people are selling their clothes, like they don't know the exact sweater name. Like, I mean, sometimes they do, but for the most part, like if you have a sweater from Urban Outfitters or wherever, you don't know exactly what it was called and especially something from that long ago. Um, so it is very difficult sometimes to find these things on resale sites. A lot of times like the shoes and the bags are a lot easier or unless it's something like super, you know, uh, that was super popular. Um, like that theory Juliet sweater, like that's relatively easy to find or at least search for, but some of the stuff that she wears. And I also feel like as the episodes go on, it seems like she's wearing more stuff that's more, it's just more difficult to find either it was made for her or it it's a kind of like a, maybe a more like specialized designer or, you know, I don't know. Like I, I have no idea who this person Little Joe by Gail Elliott. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> like, I really don't. So some of the stuff by like her, the brands like, you know, Cavalli and Gucci and all that, that's a little bit easier to find. Um, but she looks beautiful. She looked absolutely beautiful. And I did note that Nick still had his blue dress shirt on. So I thought that was very Nick. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not changing. Exactly. I... <laughs> Yeah, that that dress. I mean, actually, this whole episode, and there's also a lot of pictures from this day if you uh, want to look on Getty Images. Um, she just looks unbelievably gorgeous the entire day, and all of her outfits are so, so good. But I think this one actually might be my favorite. And the way that it, like, it's like this gold satin, and the way that it ties in the front around her chest line is just so flattering. I know myself having a larger chest. Like, anything that's kind of, like, um, that you can like loosen or tighten on your chest is always super flattering. And I just feel like it was the perfect birthday dress for her. And she just looked immaculate. And with her classic slicked back hair, the, yes. the low bun and the big gold chandelier earrings. Amazing. I know she really honestly looked so beautiful in this episode. And even on stage, when you could tell she was like sweaty and had been performing, like she looked so beautiful. She had that beautiful shawl with the rainbow color. She looked so beautiful. Um, I loved all of her concert looks just in general. And, and the one scene where she had like her wardrobe malfunction, it did look like she had on um, those true religion jeans that she's worn a gazillion times. Um, I believe they're called the Joey. I have it written down. Mm -hmm. But um, it did, it looked like those jeans. Um, so I thought it was interesting because she also posted them on Instagram, like fairly recently, you know, within like the last year or so. And I'm like, oh my God, I think those are the same jeans. <laughs> yes. Yes. And every woman has the jeans that are a little too tight. Maybe they used to fit. Now they're a little too tight and we just will not throw them away because maybe someday we'll be back in that shape. And exactly. that, again, like that again is like so relatable that she posted that and she was really proud to see herself, you know, and it's not all about being skinny. No one has to fit into their same size from when they were 20. Like that's not necessary, but 
it's so relatable for her to put those on and be like, I still got it. <laughs> exactly. Like we all do it. We all feel that way, you know, about certain things. And, you know, she's had three kids. And let me tell you, after having one, like I give her a lot of credit for being able to, you know, get herself back in shape like she did. And, um, you know, it's tough. It really is tough. And, you know, I know she has access to a lot of things and trainers and chefs and all of that, but good for her for being able to fit back into them. <laughs> and you know what else I saw when I looked at all the pictures is that Ashley actually was on stage too um, when Nick came out with the puppy. And I wish that they included that in the episode. And I can't believe that they didn't because obviously they were pushing Ashley so much at this time. But there's pictures of Nick, Ashley, and Jessica all sitting on the couch. And Ashley has a mic too. And so oh, yeah. I'm really – Oh, my God. I know. I'm so curious what – happened so if anybody was there I'm Derek if you know what like please let me know because I'm so curious did Ashley sing something too yeah that is so interesting because I noticed that she was in like the little trailer thing that Nick was in with the before he gave her the dog and Ashley you know said something like oh she's gonna love her or something like that and Mm -hmm. I was like oh there's Ashley and then we just like never saw her again and I'm so surprised because, like you said, they were, like, really pushing her at the time. And she looked so cute. She had her dark hair. Like, she just looked so cute. Um, but I'm so surprised that they didn't have her perform or, you know, or maybe she did. I don't know. Right. Well, um, there's also from the from the episode that dress that she wears that is, like, bright orange and yellow and purple Oh, yes. I love that. I think, you know what? And I meant to look up who designed that dress, but I love the way she looks in that dress. And there's a picture of her and Casey and I, I you've probably posted it. I think I've posted it and mm-hmm. they look so cute. They both look so tan and happy and smiley and she just looks great in that dress. Oh, it's such a great picture of them. I love that picture. And there's a lot of pictures of her in that dress posing by herself too. I'm sure somebody knows who made it. it. I don't think it is Poochie, but it looks kind of like something they would do. And it also kind of looks like Escada. So yeah, it's it, definitely that vibe like of what she was really into around that time. It's so pretty. It really is. I'm sure somebody probably has it. Somebody must have that dress that listens because it was, I feel like it was pretty, um, not, I wouldn't say it was like iconic, but it definitely was an eye catching dress. Yes, for sure. And then I love the version of the poncho that she wears, the rainbow one. Oh, I know. It's so pretty. It really is. And I think I want to say very, very early on in her line that she had something very similar, like a rainbow type of poncho, like old school Jessica Simpson, like 2009, I want to say. Um, I feel like I've come across them on eBay and just Google and stuff, but that was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I want to look for that because actually someone, and please forgive me for not remembering who, who this was, but somebody had let me know that the designer of the poncho, uh, Cecilia Debucourt, she actually wants to make more of the rainbow, but she had gotten for that specific I guess, run of them that she was making, the fabric that she was using or the yarn, uh, she can't get it anymore. But she said that she wants to. So maybe when she is able to get it, then we can get 
more of the rainbow because I love that one. I just think it's so fun. It is so beautiful. And I have um, like the yellowish color that Jessica has because obviously. Um, but and honestly, like, I hardly ever wear it. I wear it like around the house. It's more so as like a memento, I guess. Um, but I would wear that rainbow one. I feel like I would, I don't know if I'd like wear it out, out, but I feel like I would get a lot of use out of that. It's so beautiful. There's just the colors. It's so beautiful. Yes, I love it. And then, of course, there's the custom iconic pink dress that she wears. That is like my favorite thing she's ever worn, I think. Yes, I know you love that. And honestly, it is so pretty. Like that dress is just, I feel like it screams Jessica. It's like bright and just like, it's her in a dress. It's so, so, it looks so good on her. I love the way it flows. It's so pretty. Me too. And she looks absolutely perfect in it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that is something that I would love to see her, her archives, you know, because yes. Tina said that she saves everything. Yes. And so did, who else said that? I think it was um, Nicole um, recently said that. Nicole Chavez, her stylist. Yeah. I was gonna say somebody said that recently like somebody not tina had said that recently but you're right and you know i think i saw it on your page <laughs> yes you know holly madison from the girls next door recently did a youtube video where she tried on some of her old costumes from the show and it was great but i was thinking like oh my gosh if jessica did this with her newlywed stuff we would all just like our brains would just explode <laughs> oh my god i would die i would die like because a part of me was like thinking like i should make my page more like inclusive of like her current style or maybe her line like i don't know like and not just keep it like newlyweds because i feel like there's just like a finite amount of outfits and stuff and you just can't really find everything but oh my god I'll just leave it I don't want to change the name and whatever but I would die like I would be like Jessica do you know about my page because I'm trying to document everything you wore 20 years ago <laughs> and I feel like there's so many pages popping up of you know Jessica's fashion in general like oh I would just love to see her closet I, I would love to see it even now just whatever she has now I would love to say. Oh my gosh. I wish she would do a closet tour or something. I know. I'm surprised she hasn't because I feel like every celebrity that's fashionable, like does that kind of stuff. I'm surprised she doesn't have anything on YouTube out there. I know. And Ashley did MTV Cribs, but she didn't do a closet tour. And I'm like, girl, your clothes are so gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. Like they both have such great stuff and such great style. I don't know if it's maybe like for security reasons or something, but I would love to just get a peek, even like you said, just of her newlywed stuff. I just would love to see that. Like, does she still have the speedy? Does she still have, you know, the stuff that she wore? I'm sure she does. I want to see it all. Oh, I'm sure she does. And I'm also wondering like how she categorizes it. Like, does she have a section that's like 2003, 2004 you know right like I know on there was there was an episode of keeping up with the Kardashians where like Kim goes to get something to put in like a time capsule and she goes to like a store it looks like a storage area of all of these looks that she did and even just like street style outfits that she had like dresses she wore you know out and about and it has a picture and it has the date like I wonder I wonder how she organizes it. I wonder how it's categorized. Like, I wonder if Jessica has something like that. Like, she must have just 
like a storage pod of just like clothes and shoes and bags. I mean, she has such great style, you know, then and now. I would love to just even get a peek at like the fraction of it. Yeah, I remember Lady Gaga saying that in her Malibu house, like she has a section that is her has her most famous outfits and a lot of them are in like temperature controlled cases and stuff wow oh my god i would love to see that (laughs) i know i know it's so interesting because i always wonder like where i went to the rock and roll hall of fame recently and i was like i wonder how much of this stuff is still out there all these people wore so many iconic things are they like what are they being saved for like are they sold at at auction like I know that uh Britney Spears has a pair of Marilyn Monroe's jeans that she bought you know so it's just interesting to to find out yeah like and I'm sorry I keep bringing up the Kardashians I know a lot of people don't like them but I know like Kim bought North like Michael Jackson's like little jacket and I think a hat and it's just, I mean, it's crazy, like, how much this stuff sells for. But then I also think, like, do they maybe save it? Like, would somebody like Jessica save it for, you know, she's two daughters. And, and she has a son, too. He might be interested in some of it, too. Um, I'm so curious. Like, is she saving it for them? Is she keeping it more for herself? And just, like, memories? Like, I would love to be able to just save like everything because you just never know what's going to come back in style. But, you know, you only have so much space and it just... I feel like anytime I get rid of something, it, it never fails. Like a couple of years later, I'm like, oh, why did I get rid of those, you know, that top or those jeans or something? And I certainly don't have as good a stuff as Jessica has. That's for sure. I know. And it's it's so annoying now because I had so much Juicy Couture back in the day and I have right. no idea where it is. And now it's like, you know, Forever 21 has a Juicy line. And I'm like, I am searching for this and I already – had it like where is it (laughs) exactly it's like you have to buy the same stuff like 10 years later (laughs) the last piece of fashion that I'm going to mention is from the beginning of the episode when she has they clearly were just like hanging out by the pool or something and she's wearing her typical juicy tube top dress she's wearing a white one and then she has a really pretty blue floral headscarf slash bandana on too which I thought looked really nice on her yeah, I thought that looked so pretty. And it, I don't know what the exact brand was, but it reminded me um, of how, like, I know Nicole Richie would wear, like, a poochie scarf around her head as kind of like a headband, hair wrap type of um, style. And it looks very similar to that. Um, so I don't know if it was poochie or not, but it did, it looked like it, you know, so it was similar to that. But um, I just thought she looked so cute and just so casual. Like, she just looked so cute in that opening when when it was in the beginning when they were in her hotel room I thought she looked adorable always always yes and I agree too I used to oh my god I loved the fashion on the simple life too oh my god you should do a whole episode of just the simple life oh my god I love that show so much I love them (laughs) oh my gosh maybe that could be our next episode together we just go over simple life fashions oh my god iconic like (laughs) I know like people like trashed Paris Hilton for years and I'm glad people are, you know, they seem to be coming around to her a little bit more, but talk about iconic. I mean, oh my God, like just the juicy couture, the Von Dutch. Oh my God. Just everything. (laughs) Oh my God. I loved their style. My friend and I were 
Paris and Nicole for Halloween that year. So. Oh my God, that is amazing. You know, it's so funny. Like, I'm so glad I found this podcast and like just this community in general, because I feel like even growing up, I feel like even when all of this was popular, like I maybe had like one or two friends who were like into it, but like no one was as into it as I was. Like my friends would like watch A Simple Life or like watch Newlyweds, but like they didn't watch every episode or like be religious about it. And even then I was like obsessed with all of those early 2000s shows. And I watched everything, like every reality show, you know, not like Survivor or anything like that, but like The Simple Life, Newlyweds, you know, Carmen and Dave, um, Travis Barker and Shane, like all of those reality shows I watched the cattle drive one that Kourtney Kardashian was on she like barely even spoke but I still watched it I watched um Katie Price and David when I think that was his name David something like that um Katie and Peter that's what it was and I feel like no one that I was friends with really was as into it as I was and now like because I feel like a lot of the Jessica talk does turn into early 2000s and I just, I'm so happy it's making such a comeback now because I could talk about it forever. And like, I, I don't want to be like sounding like I'm living in the past because I'm 33, but like, it's just, it was such an iconic time, like a pop culture and reality shows were just coming out and it was just so fun. And, you know, you had, you didn't have social media, you had to get the tabloids and read us weekly. And, you know, then you had Perez Hilton like it just was such a fun time for pop culture it really was yes and it was also a time where pop culture was very like self-referential like there were so many shows on MTV VH1 E and everything that were like countdown shows or like all those shows that were about like all of the what was it called like the lifestyles of the rich and famous or the, the fabulous life of or yeah the top celebrity shocking moments or whatever and there was always just so much emphasis put on the idea of fame and celebrity and like all of that it was just such a big deal and if you like I'm, I'm I'm like you too like I was obsessed with all of it and I felt like most of my friends were just like oh yeah like she's cool whatever and I was just like no I've seen this 10 times exactly um, <laughs> exactly I can remember like sophomore year of high school I was watching newlyweds and I don't remember like I don't remember like ages and years and whatever but like I remember watching newlyweds and I was like getting ready to go back to school like the following week and I remember like watching the episode where Jessica was like in the pool with Nick and I was like why do I have to go to school like why can't I just be Jessica Simpson and like lay around <laughs> in a pool like, I just remember like I was so obsessed with it I was so obsessed with it well you're not alone obviously <laughs> it's still so relevant in my mind all the time so I'm glad that we have this community too because I just knew like <laughs> I just knew that if I just let my freak flag fly and <laughs> talked about this stuff for two hours like people would understand <laughs> absolutely I I can't even remember how I found how like what led me to the podcast I know I saw someone post about it on Instagram I don't remember how or whose page it was but somebody posted it and I was like oh my god oh my god is this what I think it is <laughs> when I played it I'm like Thank God, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I found it at like the perfect time because it was during COVID and I was pregnant. And, like I was listening to a ton of podcasts. I was working from home and I'm like, this is exactly what I need in my life right now. <laughs> this is exactly what I want. And that's kind of what made me want to start my own page because I had been buying stuff that like I saw Jessica wearing 
on newlyweds i'm like okay i can't keep like buying this stuff that like i'm probably not even gonna wear and i said you know what? let me try to like channel this into something and you know posting it as i found stuff on my page and i feel like i haven't been as good with it lately so i'm trying to get better um but i was so happy when i found this podcast because it just it's exactly what i'm thinking and like it's exactly what i wanted as I was watching the show, like, oh, I just want to like talk to somebody about this because it's so good. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy that you enjoy it so much. And everyone out there that says the nicest things and sends me the nicest messages. It's so, so, so encouraging. Yeah, you're honestly doing a great job. And I signed up for your Patreon. Like as soon as I saw, I'm like, oh, signing up, signing up. I would sign up for a higher tier if I could, but I have like so many Patreon memberships. I'm like, okay, gotta like, oh my God. <laughs> it's so good if you have if you guys haven't signed up make sure you sign up for our patreon you get the episodes early so that's always super fun and then you get bonus episodes too yes i have so many bonus episode ideas i have a big list of everything i want to do and i'm so excited i'm going to release more very soon so get on there and thank you so much for signing up and signing up early because like i've said in other episodes it just means the world to me that you know, people without there even being anything. Like when I launched the Patreon, there was no bonus episode yet or anything. And people just took a leap and were like, oh, I just, you know, I guess they just trust that I'll put really good stuff on there. And that means so much to me. So thank you. I truly appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and even from the start, like your sound was always good. The banter was always good. There wasn't like you know, 9 million ads. I know, of course, like, it's great to have ads because then you're making money. But it, some of the podcasts I listen to, it's like half the episode is ads. And you know, they're probably just doing it just to like make money. And it's like, all right, like, I listen to the um, Snooki and Joey's uh, podcast, which is hysterical. It's great. But it's like mostly ads for most of the podcast. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, it is funny, but it's not like my number one thing. But anytime there's a new episode of Ashley and Jessica cast, I'm like, oh, I'm listening to that first thing in the morning. Because <laughs> now that like I have a baby, I'm in the house a lot by myself. I listen to podcasts like all day long. Um, and I love to listen to like when I'm cleaning or whatever. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like talking to you or you and whoever the guest is. It's so funny. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. I know that you are very busy especially with your new baby so I will not keep you any oh, longer <laughs> but first we do need to rate this episode yes oh yes and I know that you know but if anyone out there doesn't know um, we rate our episodes not with stars but with something random from the episode for example four out of five cans of chicken of the sea so Colleen what would you give this episode and why I'm gonna give this Three out of five tornado warnings. <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned it, but uh, Nick had told Jessica that the reason he was late, his flight was late, was because of a tornado. And of course, Jessica didn't believe him. Um, I She's did, like, in Minnesota? A tornado. <laughs> I didn't love this episode just because I did feel like it was a little performative. Of course, I love every episode. So, you know, that goes without saying. But if, you know, if you really have to give it a rating, it's not my favorite, but it's not the worst. Um, I think my least favorite episodes are the later ones. I just, I can hardly even get through them sometimes because they're so depressing. Um, But I give it a three 
at a five because I liked seeing how happy Jessica was when she got her gifts. I thought that was so cute. And I loved, loved seeing her in concert. But it was a little Nick heavy for me. And <laughs> I hate how like it shows. And I know I get that it's part of the show, but I hate how it'll show like Nick and Drew doing stuff and like no one cares about this like no one cares we don't we don't have to give nick x amount of minutes of screen time like let's just show more of jessica like i would love to have seen more of her party like that should have been a whole episode or more of her like in the room with her family so i think it could have been heavier on like the non-performance part and just more of like what jessica was doing like i mean i guess we got that with her behind the scenes stuff but i just i really like the more laid back scenes and not so much about them performing of course I love that but I really really like to see Jessica just like hanging out with her family so I wish it was more of that um if if it had more of that it would have given it like four but it was a little too Nick heavy for for my taste (laughs) (laughs) even though his name is in the title it was too much exactly And Drew is even less charismatic than Nick. Oh, God, I know. Like, in the beginning of the episode, they, like, get their suitcases stuck in the door. I'm like, is this really, like, how we're opening the episode? (laughs) I don't care. And they had matching suitcases. I don't know if you noticed, but I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Of course they do. (laughs) They are so funny. At least they have each other, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so I I think I like this episode a little bit more. because I love seeing like backstage at Jessica's concert. I love her outfits in this so much. I just feel like every single thing she wore was such a hit. She looks so perfect. And again, like you're like you're saying, the excitement and how adorable and sweet she is. Yes, there is too much Nick, but um, I think I'm gonna give it three point five out of five painted doggy toenails. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> That is so funny. I love that. Colleen, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. I'm not surprised we talked for almost two hours because I could talk to you forever. Same. I was so happy when you asked me to come back on. I was like, oh, good. I didn't scare her off last time. (laughs) No, no, of course not. I mean, we have to do we have to do it again. And why don't you let everybody know about your Instagram and where they can find you? Sure. So my Instagram is at Jessica Newlywed Style. Um, I try to post uh, clothing, shoes, handbags, anything that Jessica wore on Newlyweds. But I also really just post anything fashion related to Jessica. I'm really into her brand, if you guys haven't already been able to tell. Um, So I post a lot of stuff about um, stuff from her line that I'm interested in. But I'm just obsessed with all things Jessica and Newlyweds and pop culture and all of that. So um, I would love it if you guys followed me, but I'm a Jessica fan first and foremost. <laughs> yes. If you're not following her and you're listening to this, I can't. Like you <laughs> have to. You have to. I mean, there's no, if you've gotten Thank this far into know. the podcast. Again, thank you so much for coming on, and I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yes, thank you so much, Leah. It was so much fun. I re- I'm so happy that you had me on again. That was so much fun. Oh, it's always so much fun with you. Thank you again, and I will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much.